Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success.com podcast. I appreciate you being with us. As you guys have probably figured out, our goal really is to make MLMSuccess.com a resource that covers topics that, as you continue to grow and build your team, that they're going to need to hear at some point. And, you know, the whole path, in my opinion, of developing a duplicating network marketing team is extremely predictable. And the reality is there just comes times in, during this process when people really need to hear a certain concept, idea, philosophy, communicate it. And as we all know, if we say it, they doubt it. If somebody else says it, it's true. So really what I wanted to do is just put together that type of resource or to be able to have those sessions available for you guys as you continue to build your team. And I say all that to say this. There's a lot of you listening to this that really need to hear this session and next week's session right now. The timing's perfect for you where you are, but I can promise you that you have people on your team now or will in the future that are definitely going to need to hear the next couple of sessions and a lot of the others that we've done as well. And just wanted to kind of give you a heads up because that's really where we're coming from with this session. I believe this will be one that hopefully will be shared and will benefit a lot of people. So if you happen to be listening to this and your sponsor or an upline leader has forwarded you this podcast I just want to communicate to you to be thankful for them. Uh, Let me say that again. I want to communicate to you to be thankful for them because they care about you. They care about your progress in this business. And uh, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, in this profession today whose entire focus is, uh, is getting them in, just getting them in. And crossing their fingers, and you obviously have someone that cares about you and the growth of your business, so be thankful. Now, let's get into this session. The title of this is real simple. It's just called Decide. Decide. Uh, Next week, we're going to, unfortunately, we're going to have to bring up the C word. Uh, which we'll get into more about that next week. But next week, next session of this podcast, we're going to get into the C word. But this week we're talking about the D word. DC, I didn't realize that, Dale Calvert. I did not realize that. 
But this is not applied to just network marketers, what I'm going to cover. I see this everywhere because we live in a world now where being an entrepreneur at this point in time in history is a really cool thing to do. Everybody wants a business card. Everybody wants to talk about their business. And, you know, I did an article about this uh, predicting that this movement was coming probably seven six, seven years ago, and I talked about reality TV and how people are understanding the concept behind flipping houses, uh, Shark Tank, obviously, uh, American Pickers, uh, Baggage Wars, where people are realizing that, hey, you know, being able to buy something and sell it uh, being able to pick an antique or collectible or uh, being able to sell items today is not what it once was because of the Internet, that you can really make profits uh, if and you can create a side gig income if you choose to. And it's become very popular and the population as a whole has become much more aware of being an entrepreneur and it's it's it really comes down to much more than just committing to an idea for a business you know a lot of people get excited when introduced to the network marketing business model because now they get to join everybody else that has a business going on and you know deciding to get involved in business is the easy part and it's real thrilling for some people to spend weeks or months plotting and planning while slowly falling in love with the a hypothetical team that they've developed of 10,000 members and $250,000 in override commissions annually. A lot of people get all caught up in, in, in that, uh, that vision, which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But what's really harder is staying true to that business, especially through the first few months. And actually getting it launched, getting it out there, creating a positive cash flow uh, through the challenges that you're going to have, especially in the beginning. You know, you're going to have some negative customers. You know, Aunt Martha, you know, takes your weight loss supplement and package and, you know, she calls you complaining because, you know, she has diarrhea, and the next call is a neighbor that calls and complains about since she's been on your weight loss package, she has constipation and everything in between. I mean, it kind of is what it is. Well, Dale, if the product was awesome, then people shouldn't feel that way. Look, it is what it is. You're going to have people that use the greatest skincare product in the world and it's going, their face is going to blotch out. I mean, it just kind of will happen at some point. And hopefully it won't happen in the beginning, but sometimes it does. And it takes people right out of the business because, you know, somebody's been on the weight loss system for a month 
and it took them years to pack on the extra 50 pounds and they didn't lose it all, you know, after one month. And they're, they're upset because the product didn't work like a magic wand. It just kind of is what it is. So the challenges with network marketing, you know, the real challenge with network marketing is it's real easy to get in. It's real easy to get in. For most companies, you can start with an investment of less than $500. So it's easy to get in compared to traditional businesses or franchise. So because it's easy to get get in, it's easy not to ever get it launched, not to ever get it launched and off the ground. And it's it's easier to quit than it would be if you just put, you know, 172000 into a franchise or more. So the reality is we live in a world where every day across every industry, people give up on their evolving enterprise at the first sign of trouble or, or controversy or challenge. Uh, barely even giving their idea a foothold before they just totally abandon it. And that short-term sided, that, that mentality, that short-term mentality dooms them to fail again and again at everything they attempt to do. I've watched this pattern for years and years and years. And there's unfortunately people that have been around the opportunity world, opportunity seekers, network marketing world for 10, 15, 20 years. And they repeat the same pattern over and over. They get excited with the vision of what could happen. And when they run into normal challenges that all businesses go through, they, they throw the towel in way too early in the game. So to create and grow an impactful and profitable business of your dreams, you must be willing to decide and commit. And today what I want to do is share with you some strategies for, for staying on track with your business. George Bernard Shaw said the possibilities are numerous once we decide to act and not react. Let me say that again. That's really good, isn't it? The possibilities are numerous once we decide, and I think it's habitual, honestly, but he said decide to act and not react. Uh, it comes down to this in any business. Decide what you want until you know why the how doesn't matter. You have to decide why you're doing what you're doing. You know, we teach a concept called 20 reasons, top three reasons, and we have for years and years and years, and we'll always be teaching that. Because until you decide why, until you decide why the how doesn't matter. So decide what you want. Decide what you're willing to exchange for it. We don't talk about that enough in this profession. What are you willing to exchange for it? You know, we tell people, look, you can send texts and get rich. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. What are you willing to exchange for it? Uh, you know, we all, most people work eight, ten hours a day. Uh, what do you do after that? 
what do you do during your leisure time? You know, when are you going to t- make time for your business? Uh, time management's the best kept secret of the rich, according to Jim Rohn. So, and I agree. So, decide what you're willing to exchange for it. Establish your priorities, and go to work. What do you need to be working on right now? You know, and for most people, it's figuring out why you're doing it and then getting it launched. It's real simple. Play one, play two. It's a real simple process. I've talked about it for years. Decision always comes before success with network marketing. You have to decide that you will not be denied. You have to, de- you have to decide that you're going to go for it. You cannot learn to swim by putting your big toe in the water. You have to jump in the pool. And success will never happen in network marketing without a decision. So how how do we make decisions? How do you make decisions? I'm just curious. I'm asking you guys that are listening. How do you make decisions? Do you make decisions fast or do you make decisions slow? Because somebody... You know, they complicate, they, 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 they just go over and over and over and over and they go out like Rip Van Winkle and sit under the tree and they draw out the plans for their, for their new deck and they get everything approved and then they have to decide what kind of wood and that takes a couple of weeks and then they have to decide what kind of railing they're going to have and they have to decide what kind of stain and by the time they get around to building their deck you know their permit their building permit has expired and and some people are extremely slow in making decisions. I respect that. We all have different decision styles. No big deal one way or the other. Some of us make really quick decisions, sometimes too quick. In general, entrepreneurs have a ready, fire, aim mentality. Uh, at this point in my life, I've been in this game so long I just now just trust my instincts and I I make decisions much quicker than I once did. But as human beings, we usually make decisions based upon emotions and then we attempt to, to justify those decisions based upon facts. As human beings, we typically make emotional decisions. After the decision is made, we try to justify those decisions uh, based upon whatever facts we can have. For me, it's real simple. If I have a, if I feel good, I get many facts, as many facts as I can, and I usually see a red flag during the phase one of the evaluation of anything, and I'm, and I don't look beyond the red flag. There's no need to constantly learn more and more. If the red flag's there, the red flag's there, so you exit real simple for me but everybody's decision process is different uh you know think about what are the three best business decisions you've ever made what are the three worst and see i realize some of you saying well dale i've never been in business so i've never really made any kind of business decisions well i respect that but just be aware of of how you decide i mean just think about decisions that you've made 
that were impactful, negatively or positively, how do you make decisions? Do you ponder and ponder and ponder? Or do you get the facts and make decisions based upon facts? And and make them pretty quickly. In other areas of your life, do you, do you have the ready, fire, aim mentality? So I understand a lot of people have decision constipation. I mean, they get involved in network marketing, and they just can't make the decision if they're going to do it. And I think it's natural, especially for beginning entrepreneurs, to feel scared, hesitant, unsure when they enter the network marketing entrepreneurial world. Uh, those of you that are in the field and moving forward and playing the games that you need to understand and recognize these feelings and uh, in, in new team members. You know, if, if you're in the game and you've been in the game and you're an entrepreneur and you've always been an entrepreneur and you've built teams in the past and you're in the game, then we have to recognize being in the game is different than when you're first entering the game or first entering the stadium to attempt to get on the field. We have to understand where we are and that everybody doesn't think the way we think. So we have to identify where are these people? Where are they? How can we help them? What do they need to get in the game? Because they've joined you. They've joined you, so there's obviously a, a desire or a need or a hope or reasons, but how do we help them get in the game? And the higher you go in this profession, the more of a psychologist you have to become. And the really tricky part is figuring out what those fears mean. What what When people do not have the ability to make a decision, sometimes it's just about their whole entire deci- the decision process itself. In other words, it has nothing to do with your company, your product, your service, your opportunity, and it has everything to do with their habitual uh, decision process that they've that it's how they make decisions. You know, sometimes, and I understand this. I mean, it's amazing to me. How many people have gotten involved and stayed plugged in with us over the years for maybe a year, two years, and then something happens and it's like, okay, they have everything. They're ready to go. You know, they're ready to go. I've seen it happen many times. So we have to respect that in other people. But we just have to understand and help them understand what is it? Is it just the way you make decisions? Is that your process? And, uh, you know, sometimes they ha- people have trouble making decisions because they feel uncomfortable in one of four areas. The four areas that people have to feel comfortable in and work towards belief. And those of you that heard the uh, session we did called Four Beliefs, you know exactly what they are uh, in the in the company. And that's usually ownership. They have to feel comfortable in the ownership and the staff. The company, the product or service, the network marketing business model, and themselves. Those are the four beliefs. Company, product, the network marketing business model, and themselves. So as leaders, we have to really help people uh, get through and just make the decision one way or the other. 
And if you really haven't made the decision yet to to build your team and to become all you can be in this industry, the first step for you is to just take some quiet, uninterrupted time and just reflect and think about your fears because fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what other people think uh, keeps most people out of the entrepreneurial game. So ask yourself, you know, exactly why am I having a challenge making a decision? And try to allow yourself to be curious and kind of open and honest about your answers because it's just you, you know, communicating with yourself. Don't judge the reactions. Whatever you're hearing in your head, you know, say to yourself, you know, it just, just really think about is this, what is this? Is this a decision issue? Or is it, is it lack of belief? And again, you shouldn't have belief, but you should have a good attitude towards at least a good opinion towards the company, the product or service, the network business, network marketing business model and understand that you can do it. You can do it because personal education, as Jim Rohn talked about, Personal education creates fortunes. So sometimes we have to just really go with our feelings and see people that have very analytical brains, they want to write everything out and map everything out and get all the numbers right and procrastinate. And sometimes it's important to make decisions and trusting our instincts, our feelings, our subconscious. Because a lot of times the the positive go for it feelings that we have is a way of saying, you know, the subconscious is saying to you, look, I've come up with the solution and it could take you months, maybe even a years to logically figure this out. Uh, but listen, right now I'm telling you, here's the right decision. Go for it. And sometimes we just have to trust that instinct. You know, in the smallest things in life, we have to stop telling ourselves, well, you should, you should do something instead of, you know, thinking about what you should do. Think about what do you want to do and whatever, you know, whenever it's possible, go with that. Uh, I don't care if we're talking about, you know, I'd like to go on a walk. Well, go on the walk. Uh, you know, whatever it is, do it now when sometimes when the feeling hits you, just go for it instead of, you know, saying, well, I'll get around to it later. You know, it's like uh, if we have someone come in, you know, there's a lot of times I'll just pick up the phone right then as soon as it comes in and, and call person. You know, I, I don't have the opportunity to do that most of the time. You know, someone joins the MM training club, but we make sure they get called when they, when they join. But I like to do that if I happen to see it come in. You know, so just W. Clement Stone said, if you have nothing to lose by trying and a great deal, a great deal to gain if successful, by all means try, do it now. 
it's only when you get in that sort of practice at listening to your internal subconscious mind that you'll really be able to make big decisions that you really want to make. The decisions that can't be made by sitting down and analyzing everything. The decision of what you want to do with the rest of your life is major. But a lot of important decisions cannot just be made analytically or with data. You have to consider the emotional part of it as far as what do you need to be doing. And when you make decisions, just be conscious that you, you're making them with not just your rational mind, but also be open to your emotional mind. You know, don't just make emotional decisions and don't make just rational decisions. Try to look at things. I call it the yin and the yang. You know, I think back to 1980, uh, before I got involved in this business model. Golly, it's forever ago. Uh, but at the time, you know, I was way before the internet. And at the time I, I would go to bookstores and the malls and I would buy, you know, the, the, they call them rag publications or the magazines, uh, income opportunities magazines. And I would go through all the ads. And I remember some of you probably remember the old ads. You know, everybody laughed when they said, when I said I was going to clean carpets for a living or, you know, how to grow earthworms in your basement or bronze baby shoes. And the list goes on and on and on. And I was just looking for how can I get out of this corporate environment? How can I get out of, you know, this big conglomerate and, and, you know, all my family and friends said, Dale, you got a major with IBM. You're with a great company, great benefits. Stay there, work hard. Great things are ahead of you. And I was just miserable and I had to do something else. And I was constantly looking and sending away for the information packages and trying to find something that just made sense. You know, remember go by the inch that, that, some of you remember some of these things. You've seen them. You've heard of them. Yeah. SMI. Uh, success, well, not SMI, but the wholesaler. I can't remember what it, the name is, but I was looking at all this stuff. And I remember when I saw network marketing for the first time, it was like emotionally, it just made sense because residual income made a lot more sense to me than buy something for this, sell it for that. The fact that we could build a long-term income and get paid residual made a lot more sense to me than any other thing that I'd seen. And the fact that it was such a personal development, you know, I was already into a lot of personal development like Zig Ziglar and others at the time. So the fact that, you know, the network marketing profession was really described as a personal development program with a compensation plan, a residual compensation plan attached. It made real sense for me. So, I mean, I joined immediately after I saw it immediately. Um, and 
again, I looked at a lot of other business models prior to it from a very logical, uh, mathematical standpoint. But when I saw this, it was emotionally, and I think logically too, I got it. So I think after being involved in this profession over 35 years, I think that the five reasons I've identified that people have real problems making decisions other than that's just their process, that they never, they never bring in the emotional aspect. It's very methodical. You know, and some people that's just the way, that's just the way they make decisions about everything. And I respect that. And, and some people are just 100% emotional. I don't think that's a good idea either. I think you have to, you have to look at it from both standpoints. But when we're talking with people that, you know, have a, we'll call it normal decision making process where they look at the emotional and the, the uh, logical part of a situation and they evaluate the situation based upon emotions and logic uh, and they still sometimes have problems making decisions, especially as it relates to network marketing. I think there's five major reasons. Number one is they don't want to fail in front of other people. So they don't go all in. They never make a real decision. And, you know, over the years, how many times, those of you who've been around for a while, have you heard, well, I've been with four other companies, but I never really worked at it or got serious about it. How many times have you heard that over the years? And my my question in my mind is always, well, then why did you join? Why did you join? If you got involved and you never really worked at it, or got serious about it, then why did you join to begin with? Can you imagine someone that bought a, you know, they said, well, I bought a Burger King franchise, but, you know, I never I never even built the building. <laughs> I never even opened the doors. Well, of course not. Of course not. But again, it's easy to get in, so it's easy not to launch, and it's easy to quit. But, you know, we don't treat it as a business. We treat it as something other than a business. So that's number one, is failing in front of people, uh, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else is going to think. And the reason, and the reality is until you get past that and just say, I'm going for it because you know what? All these people I'm worried about what they're thinking, uh, they aren't paying my car payment. You know, they aren't, they aren't providing for my children or my grandchildren's college education. Uh, you know, they aren't, they aren't going to pay for my, uh, retirement and get past that. Get, just get past it because it doesn't matter. You know, it's like people just worry way too much. You know, if I say Babe Ruth, what do you think? Home run king, right? He was a home run king, but he also struck out more than anybody that's ever played Major League Baseball. 
But we don't think about Babe Ruth and strikeouts. We think about Babe Ruth and home runs. My point being, people see you where you end up, not where you start. Number two, they're really afraid of of letting their sponsor or their upline leader down. So they don't want to commit because if they commit, then and then they don't progress at the pace that they hoped, they feel like they're letting somebody else down. Uh, those of you that are involved in some of our leadership training, you know that we believe and live by and teach that the only person you can expect anything from is the one staring you back in the mirror and that anything that anybody does is a bonus. I believe that. Anything anybody does is a bonus. So worrying about letting somebody else down, uh, if you have an intelligent uh, leader in your upline, they understand what I just said as well. Number three, uh, repeating past negative business experiences. You know, and this can be all the way back. I mean, I've talked to people that are just afraid, scared to death, uh, scared to death to get involved in network marketing because when she was a Girl Scout, the first door she knocked on, some cranky old man answered the door and didn't buy the cookies from her. And it terrorized her. And like this lady's 40-something years old, and it still terrorizes her. And it's like sometimes we just have to stop, take a breath, and get through that. Get through that. You know, you're going to let, you're going to let somebody else control your future at that level. I mean, really think through this, you know, with some logic and get some of the emotion out of it and just look at it from a logical standpoint. I mean, this lady that I'm speaking, she could be phenomenal. Great communicator, you know, a lot of energy, very likable, but selling Girl Scout cookies has stopped. A 14-year-old selling Girl Scout cookies has stopped a 40-something-year-old dead in her tracks from becoming an entrepreneur. Wow. Uh, Number four, sometimes people are just afraid. Well, Dale, I was involved in this company and it went out of business. And, you know, I had an organization started and growing and I had customers. And then all of a sudden the company went out of business. Well, that's life. It's not your fault. Did you do the best you could do with the information you had at the time? Of course you did. You know, look at all the big box stores that we thought would be here forever that are going out of business. I mean, I heard recently, you know, by the time most of you heard this, Toys R Us will be gone. You know, so um, it kind of is what it is. We have no control over that. Uh, you know, not making de- decisions based upon what could happen, might happen, is not a good business plan. It's just not a good business plan. Number five. You want to wait to see if a better opportunity comes your way. Uh, and and it's like, well, I'm just going to hang out here and I'm not going to really get com- committed or make any decision because what if something better comes my way? 
Well, make the best decision you can. Why did you join network marketing? And see, it always comes back to that. It always comes back to why did you join? What were you looking for? Why? Why? Okay. So, Dale, I need to create a college fund for my kids. Okay. Do you have a great opportunity? Do you have a great product? Do you have great service? Then get in the marketplace. You know, sit around thinking, well, what, I'm just going to wait because there might be a better weight loss program come around or a better skincare line or what if. Guys, you just got to move. You got to move. You got to decide and move. You know, decide and move. Decide and move. You know, you just, you cannot. And again, I understand this is common. Everything I've talked about, I mean, I've watched it for years and years and years. And, but, you, to thy own self be true. The bottom line is this is a three to five year game plan. I've told people for years, you give us one year of your life and we're going to change it. We're going to, we're going to make a positive impact on, on your life in a way that it's really hard for you to even understand at this point but if you get in and get plugged into what we teach and i'm talking from a generic training standpoint but because we get down to where the rubber hits the road and we talk about stuff that nobody wants to talk about and again you know the easy thing to do you know you're involved with the company a lot of you listen to this may have been around four five six months with the company someone in your uh your leadership line has sent you here and just be thankful again that they sent you to this because the easy thing for them to do is just hope you stay on your auto ship for another month that's the easy thing for them to do but they see this bigger and they understand and they also probably understand that if you know they help you get what you want is really what it's all about so Again, I, I tell people, give us one year of your life. Uh, it'll make you better in every aspect of your life, especially in the seven key, area, seven key areas of life that we've talked about in multiple, multiple podcasts. See, I've never believed, never will believe that network marketing is about extra money. I think that's just a joke when people talk about that. You know, walk into an organization, walk into a national convention, uh, or, or look at the, the active distributor base in any company. Look at the active distributor base in any company and ask them why they're doing it. Uh, nobody's going to tell you so I can make an extra $400 a month. It's just not going to happen. That's not what people are thinking about. It's ridiculous that we say that. Now, I also believe that $300 a month is a very important milestone it's not an end. It's not an end, but it's a very important milestone in this whole process. But I want to share with you four words that I hope will make an impact for you. Those of you that are trying to, to decide if you're going to get serious and move forward and get plugged in to what your upline leadership is sharing with you. And I, I hope this will make an impact for you. And here's the four words, and this is what we have to understand. You can always pivot. 
you can always pivot. I mean, just because you decide to really get plugged in does not mean that you cannot pivot if the time and place and situation calls for it. Hopefully, you will never pivot. Uh, hopefully, you know, you'll get in, stay in, plug in, and achieve the top-level reasons that you decided to join in the first place, that you create that college fund for your children, that you, if you want to leave your existing occupation, that you leave it wherever you're here, whatever, how big can you dream? I can tell you the only reason I have the opportunity to even speak today to be involved in this profession is because when I started, I had to get out of my full-time job or I was going to go crazier. I had, I really, really wanted to be able to take my family to Hawaii and I wanted to know how it would be, how it feel to drive a brand new car. And those are the three, my top three reasons. And that's what kept me moving forward. Uh, so understand you can always pivot in, uh, 19, October 1994, uh, I was making, uh, the year previous, I'd made $252,000. I was qualified for life with the company I was with, uh, President's Advisory Council member, top 1% of income earners in that company, uh, had the fastest growing organization in the company, and, uh, I sat down with my parents and my wife, and I said, look, uh, I'm resigning, and I'm starting all over. And they looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. Uh, and I thought I was the next month when my check was $682 from that company. and But it was ultimately one of the smartest business decisions that I ever made. And I'm not going to tell you the whole story on this podcast, but my point is you can pivot. If things are going great, you can pivot. If things are going not as you had hoped, you can always pivot. You can always, you know, just making the decision to go for it separates you from most of the people that are sitting back waiting for lightning to strike to win the lottery or foo-foo dust to be sprinkled on them. After you decide the next thing that must happen, after you decide, you know what? And again, let me ask you this question. I'm wrapping up. But where are you going to be in five years if you keep doing what you're doing today? Working where you're working, doing what you're doing. Where will you be in five years if you continue doing what you're doing today? So why not make a quality decision that you're going to not waste time that you're going, and if you need help with time management, I can help you there too. I've got a whole webinar there. You can go to MLM help, MLM help.com. And in the search box, just type in time management and we have a free webinar there. It's called time management for network marketers. Been very beneficial, helped a lot of people. It helped me. It's because I started part time 
And at the time when I had my most, the most amount of growth, I was working 52 hours a week in my full-time job. So time management's very important. And, you know, why not just decide? And then after you make that decision, you know, you understanding that you can pivot at any time, but, but hopefully, you know, that will never, you'll never need to pivot. And success is only going to come after you decide. You have to decide. You have to make a quality decision and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I will not be denied. I'm going to go for it. I'm not going to be one of these people that say, well, I was involved, but I never really, you know, did anything with it. I never really got serious about it. You know, there's no value in that in any business that you're involved with. If you're going to do it, go for it. You know, and what's that saying? You're either going to see me at the top of the mountain waving the flag or dead on the side from trying to climb the mountain. And then after you decide, the best thing, the next thing that must happen, and I'm going to say it, but you have to have the ability to here comes the C word, commit, commit to your decision. And you say, well, Dale, what's the difference between deciding and committing? Well, they're similar, but they're very different emotions. And we're going to talk about commitment next week on the MLMSuccess.com podcast. Again, uh, I hope this spoke to our listeners that listen to us every single week. Guys, I appreciate you more than you know. I really sincerely do. I appreciate your input and your feedback and your support of MLMSuccess.com. Sincerely appreciate that. And if someone, again, in your leadership team, someone on your leadership team sent you this and you got nothing out of it, made no sense to you you thought who's this country talking guy i don't know why they sent it to me i would still encourage you send them a thank you email because their heart's in the right place and they care enough about you to take the time to send this to you this is dale calvert we'll talk to you next week on the next session of the mlmsuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.